the Panthers actually won. That's why we're here. Hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that was horrible. I like it. I like it. <laughs> We're going to fail college. That's why we're here. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of Why We're Here. Brandon Hodge, John Jorgensen, Caleb Swales. We're all here. We're all excited. We're all tired. But I know that's right. Yeah. We're we're tired, but we're going to get through this week's podcast just for y'all because we love you all. Especially our listener from Germany and Sweden. (laughs) My homeland, somewhat, a little bit. I got a little bit of Swedish in there. I ain't got no German, but I, all right now. What part of Sweden are you from anyway? Anyway, let's get back to the, the situation here. Speaking of that, if you want to send us stuff, Caleb, take it away. Um, If you go right now, I have the website available through our Instagram. If you'll go straight into our bio and click our link at Why We're Here podcast, um, you'll go through and you can scroll through the, our website. You know, there's different ways you can click to go listen to our different platforms. You can follow our social pages through that. You can learn a little bit more about us. Um, but there's this tab that says leave us a message. You'll click learn more underneath that. And it's going to tell you a little bit about it. And you'll click that link. You can record a little thing, sign into your Anchor account, and it'll send it straight to us. Good stuff, good stuff. So this week, not a lot of news out there with the NBA, but a little bit of news. Mark Gasol got traded to the Grizzlies and was ultimately released after that. So Mark Gasol now a free agent in the NBA. But the age is, you know, obviously a factor with teams wanting to sign him. So, fellas, what are your thoughts on this Mark Gasol situation now? Do you think any team is going to look at him, or is it time for Mark Gasol to hang it up? Well, um, just my first statement is going to be this. Why are we here? Other, <laughs> why are we here? Um, but Always this question. The Newsweek... This week has been as dry as a Burger King sandwich. <laughs> and I say that with complete... And if Burger King sues me for that, okay. Oh, no. We have to tell, tell everybody about your trip that you just took. What trip? Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> See, I forgot that fast. That's why we're here. Um, okay. So, Caleb and I went on an excursion to find food. We were very hungry people. We were extremely hungry, as you can imagine. I mean, if y'all know me, I, I like to eat. Kayla and likes to eat. I eat, I like I eat a lot. When we, I'm being, I'm when we sound like hungry. Ed Orger. <laughs> when we eat, we put it down. I don't know if y'all in Germany and Sweden eat like that, but we do here in North Carolina. We eat like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, Papa. But So, my first instinct was this. KFC's chicken sandwich is amazing. I, I said, Caleb, let's go to KFC. So I drive to KFC. Caleb doesn't know what to order. So we sit at the window like five minutes just waiting, <laughs> waiting for Caleb to figure out how he, what he wants to eat. And I go to order my glorious prize. They didn't, they didn't even have fries. That's what kills me. They ain't even had no fries. What's up with that? Mashed so, potatoes? So, they took so, the, so if you have mashed potatoes, did <laughs> they have mashed potatoes and macaroni? Let me, so they took away the potato wedges to get fries, and, and now don't they have, don't have, them. And then have they, the fries. Exactly. Wow. But see, they had to mash up the fries. 
to make the mashed potatoes. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's why we're here. You know, they're probably like those one minute instant mashed potatoes. Oh, you know, they probably come in a box. Yeah, you know, they are. It wouldn't surprise me if they're pre made, they just heat them up. Honestly, <laughs> put them in a pan. And just probably not up. even like potato. You it's know they are. Just, probably like Play Doh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Play Doh. I believe it. I don't I believe know. it. But yeah, so got up to the window. I went to order my glorious prize of a chicken sandwich. Oh, it's so good. So good. <laughs> do you know what that? Do you know what they're out of? I, I was crestfallen for those of you who, who know what that. He means. was broken hearted. He I, was about to. Just... I was a broken man. She says we're out of chicken sandwiches. I said, huh. Yeah, she, she said, we're out of chicken sandwich. And we don't I have said, that right now. And I was like, oh, that's terrible. So what ended up happening was Caleb got his food, and I had nothing. I sat so there. I waited for him, but eventually my stomach wouldn't hold it anymore. I was so hungry. I just started eating. We, I tried to wait on him. Exactly. He, he, he did, and I, I told him just go ahead and eat something. So we went down the road to Bojangles. And for those of you that don't know, in Larnburg, all our fast food restaurants are right beside each other. So it was—I mean, like it within half a mile. Yeah, it was not mm-hmm. a long trip. So we went to Bojangles. It was a lot longer than it should have been. I passed Bojangles because I wasn't sure if I wanted to go there, and then I thought, wait a second, all the fast foods that way. So we turned around in a random Family Dollar parking lot and <laughs> went to Bojangles, where there was this old lady from South Carolina in front of us, and the lights were off inside Bojangles, the dining area, which was weird. Um. Uh, so she goes to the speaker and just starts yelling at the, the speaker. Hello? Hello? She yell at Hello? Loud. And she said it at least 10 times. <laughs> and then she just left. <laughs> After all of that, I was like, doggone it, you invested now. You might as well stay there. <laughs> so we get up to the, we that, get up to the thing. Yes. Nobody says anything. Nobody says anything. He's so I like, didn't do I even anything. want this? Yeah, I, I was I was really pondering things at that time. So, should have just got something the Family Dollar. They were closed. Um, <clears throat> I think. Well, they, shoot, there ain't nobody. Yeah, because there there's anyway. great things <laughs> to eat at Family Dollar. Yeah, yeah, some processed. Yeah, um, seven dollar bag you can get of Doritos. The whole family something for a dollar. You know <laughs> mm, I don't yes. know what Family Dollar you shop at. <laughs> That's what I'm about to say. Uh, but you get yes. a bag of Doritos for so, seven bucks. Once, <laughs> once right I decided. See, they leave. call it family dollar because you multiply the dollar by like a family. So it's like, never mind. Continue. I know you're not a business major. <laughs> anyway, so we left oh Bojangles and went to Wendy's, which is on the whole other side of the fast food road. So like that's, three minutes. That's what maybe. I call it. Three it's not. E- it's not even a three minute drive. Fast food road. Yeah, Yeah, fast food road. Might as well be. So we go to Wendy's. The old lady that we were behind at Bojangles was in front of us. (laughs) Wait, are you for real? Yeah, I didn't know that. She had the same idea, but when we got to Wendy's, there was a semi tractor trailer blocking the entrance. So she just kept driving. She wasn't about to deal with that. So she she said, "Forget that. I'm just going home to eat me a peanut butter cracker or something." You know, you know how old people do. Anyway, I shouldn't say that. But why why were they out at like what nine thirty? Right, like, ain't you got a bedtime? Come on now. In South Carolina, so they had like a good twenty-minute drive. Them Marlboro County people just do whatever they want to do. She probably got out of church, you know. Nine thirty. That's right. And what's the best thing to do when you get out of church? 
at 9.30 at night, you go to Bojangles and get a biscuit. Unless, of course, they don't answer the speakerphone. Then you just have nothing. <laughs> then you're just sad. <laughs> but Wendy's was great. It, it was a great choice. We did sit in line about 30 minutes. It's waiting to be served. That's I, commitment. I actually, <laughs> and Caleb can vouch for me on this. We were talking, and I completely <clears throat> drove past the ordering thing. Yeah, he, he drove past it. <laughs> it it's like, car, oh, you didn't order. The anything. car in front of me moved, and I moved, too. And then Caleb said, John, you, you ain't ordered nothing yet. And I said, shoot, I sure hadn't. So at this point, um, the ordering thing was about at my gas uh, where you pump your gas in the car at. So you started yelling behind you. I did. She she finally said something, and I, I, I leaned all the way out the window. <laughs> Can I get a four for four with a ginger bacon cheeseburger? So yeah, yeah you said a sprite too. You said he said the whole thing and in a like sprite ten seconds flat. Oh, I got it. I, <laughs> can I get a four four with ginger bacon cheeseburger? You sit in that line for thirty five minutes. You ought to know what you want. You got you yeah. got time to get right with Jesus waiting in that line. <laughs> Oh, um, what was it? We probably got, when we actually pulled out of the parking lot, we were probably there, what, 40 minutes? I would believe it. By the 35-minute mark, I was like, I'm sorry, dude, I gotta eat. He did, and that is when he opened up the food and started eating. I ate two of, the, two of them little things of mag and cheese. How, what long did it take me? It, three minutes tops. I don't even know if it was that long. <laughs> yeah, was, it was gone. <clears throat> I was like, I waited to eat the rest of it, but like, I, couldn't, I couldn't do it. I was yeah. so hungry. I know that's why. But yeah, so... Anyway, now now that it's 1040 at night, we have had our dinner, and we are full, and we are ready to go. Yeah, now we can actually talk about Marcus all. <laughs> I know, apparently fast food's more important than Marcus because we just we look, lost now, track of that. Look, you asked, and I told you. Oh, yeah, I did. When you get, I did. you get food involved, I can talk all night long about that. But, you know, I thought all the all the listeners would want to know about our daily that fun experience. Oh, it was a very fun <laughs> our daily experience. everyday life. Oh yeah, and yes. then we, and then awesome. we got to cackling with the manager at Wendy's too. That was a, she was a hoot. Yeah, she only had three people working. I feel bad for. I know. Her. I started to jump through the window and say, "What you need me to do, Ma?" <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, she she was upset. She, she used a, she used a few choice words. She, was she a little, did. Little and I said, I wanted to grab Caleb's ears and just say, "Shh, you didn't hear that." <laughs> but, <laughs> It was too late, but that's okay. That's, I guess. Yes, but um, back to Marcus all now. Yeah, Marcus all. <laughs> yeah, he, he's it's not like he's a forgettable person or anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you have any teams that you might, you know, think Marcus all might be picked up by at all, or you think he's way ready to retire? Here's a good team. I just thought about this. <clears throat> We've been talking about this for a while. I don't know why I just thought about this. The Jazz. Now, the reason I say that is because Rudy Gobert has no offensive game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he don't average hardly nothing as far as points. Gasol, he's getting old. He's not as good defensively, but he's better offensively. He's not amazing. He's not great, but he's capable. He'd get you. He's going to get you more points than Gobert is. Mm-hmm. Yep, he may- <clears throat> we're starting our hot takes early. Well, <laughs> ain't that true? Because he can get you some points, but if you can't hold them back on the defensive end, yeah. you're gonna give up just as many as you make, if not more. I mean, you see the Detroit Pistons of years past. I mean, teams go to Detroit and they score 130, 140 points because they suck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just that's just a way to say it. I mean, they do. Uh, my destination for Mark Gasol would be this: 
you know, I personally don't think he'll be signed by anybody just because as Caleb said, he's he's getting up there. You mm-hmm. know? Um he's well, I'm not allowed to say that on there, so I won't say that. But, <laughs> There's uh, no telling what he's saying. That's right. As people who have listened to a couple episodes know, I tend to just say things. Um, oh, yes. yes. One, at least one thing. And we are, but you know so what? Far. We're still on the air. I ain't got to sit down yet. So that's, oh, yeah. that's good He'll get something. Oh, yeah. You know, we got YouTube them. next. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. our next destination eventually. YouTube's about the only one that's going to care at yeah. this point. Yeah. You always know what I'm thinking, listeners. Just know that. Um, <laughs> What team is called the Retirement Home? Oh, God. By Caleb. The Lakers. The team that he LeBron got traded for. That, he, <laughs> that La- he got traded away from. The Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah. They can resign. He's going to resign. You know what? When you're driving down the road, what do you see every once in a while? A U-turn. Who says that an NBA team cannot make a U-turn? Wait, and say, wait, 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 wait. So you're telling me, wait, wait. So you're telling me... <laughs> Wait, you're telling me the Lakers and the Grizzlies did a trade? <laughs> just so, <laughs> just so, so the Lakers just stole something from the Grizzlies, pretty much. Hey, so LeBron's just finessing his way through the league still. The, the, <laughs> hey, them, <laughs> what the? <laughs> them Lakers are some slick cats now. You can't count them out. Oh but my anyway, gosh. so um, yes, yeah, so that's. I mean, it, look. Tell me, for Caleb, Philippians 4.13, what does it say? I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. That's right. I can do all things. In other words, nothing is impossible. Mm-hmm. That's right. I said it a couple episodes ago, and it literally shocked the entire world. Caleb's still getting text messages to this day that the Washington Wizards could potentially make it to the NBA Finals. <laughs> you know, and I stuck by that. So, shoot, I'm sticking by this one, too. <laughs> Mark Gasol, he's not getting picked up by anybody first off. But if he did... <clears throat> he's going to the retirement home, let, which let, is the Los Angeles Lakers. To where play he came from. or to coach? Oh, just pick one. It's basically the same thing. <laughs> okay. No, he's not hassling. What? Okay. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, he's what? just not going to retire. He's, he's going to be like older than eight, He's going to be like eighty, just chilling on the bench. <laughs> That's right. Do they allow walkers yeah, in the NBA? <laughs> You got, he's going to have his little tennis balls on the bottom of his walker just going down the court. <laughs> Pick him up and just start you chucking know what? people. Every, every time he gets the ball, travel, going back the other way. <laughs> no, wait. wait. But you I, know what? His pivot foot will always be down. <laughs> wait a second. I still can't get over this like Lakers thing. Okay, so well, get t- over it. Move on. I messed so, up, well, okay? No, wait. So you're telling me... <laughs> Wait, so you're just saying he's just going to go right back to the Lakers? It's like a carousel. You just go around in a circle. And then maybe he'll get traded back to the Grizzlies midseason, and then maybe he'll come back. Who knows? You know, that's actually what happened to Ines Cantor, minus the trade. I was about to say, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. went from the Celtics, Trailblazers, Celtics, Trailblazers. Or no, wait. No, he ain't with them. Trailblazers, Celtics, Trailblazers, Celtics. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know, something complicated. I mean, there's a, yeah. there's a precedent. So I mean, it's just going like back and forth. Between. And it's, it's like one team is all the way on the West Coast. One right. team is all, all the way, way on the East Coast. Coast. Like, I mean, can you imagine this I mean, guy like, probably couldn't sleep for six months just getting used to the time zones? <laughs> I mean, like, does he have like, let me not say that on air. Um, this is, <laughs> no, cover your microphone. What are you saying? Just text it to me. We'll discuss that in a, in a, in a meeting. Oh, <laughs> you're going to forget about it. You ain't going to say nothing. And that's why we're here. That's yeah. why we're you here. You know what? You never did tell me what happened in 
at Chick Fil A that day. You you were at work and you were like, do you you know what just happened? I was like, no. He's like, don't worry about it. You just ran off. So in other <laughs> you still words, haven't told me about it. I have no idea what you're talking no, about. But you know like, where to call the cops. Oh my gosh! Oh, that's a that's this. a story for another day. That's oh. a long story. I don't okay. want everybody to hear this. No. <laughs> no. So I in don't. other words, if, if Brandon Hodge tells you he's going to say something, get him to say it right then because he will not remember. Obviously. What is this hate on Brandon like episode? Yeah. You I know mean... what? Y'all already got me about three times. We just spreading the love. <laughs> <laughs> so, in other words, Mark Gasol is going to the house, but then. He could potentially go to the retirement house. <laughs> well, I don't think, I don't think anybody's gonna like actually pick him up. I, I can't see Marcus All going to another team at this point in his career. I mean, last season with the Lakers, he was he was shaky. I mean, he he hardly played. Uh, mm-hmm. His defensive efforts were hardly there. <clears throat> like. Yes. He went from a really good defensive player to, you know, the age creeping up on him now. And it's just like, you know, times are 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 telling him it's time to hang it up. That's I mean, right. Marcus is he was a great player, but now I think he needs to hang it up. I think he'd be a great coach. Uh oh, but I mean You think his jersey gets retired? Yeah. I think it does. By, by in Memphis, Memphis in Memphis, Memphis yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Number thirty boy. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, he did want to chip with Toronto. Oh, I mean, yeah. <clears throat> great days. Yeah. And now. We were back there. <laughs> just, they got to do the. Toronto play. just signs all the undrafted free agents now. Hey, <laughs> just they, turns them into role players. Then they leave. Yeah. And they leave <laughs> they just leave. contracts. <laughs> I don't understand how that happens, but. I mean, I wish Golden State could. Tor- we could go back to those days. <clears throat> Toronto. Instead, now we just get guys that publicly say they don't want to be there. To, that, I don't just cut that man. I don't care. We don't even need a trade. Just cut that man. The real travesty here is that Toronto has gone from a championship winning team to a service job. I mean, really, you're going to see Goran Dragic next week flipping hamburgers in downtown Toronto somewhere. And I mean, really, I mean, just think about it. What do service workers say? Most of us who now. There's great service workers out there. There's a lot of great service workers out there. But we all behind the scenes tell each other, I want to quit. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. I want to be over there. What are that's all why the, we're here. Other than, <laughs> that's why other than Ben Simmons and just not want to be anywhere. Yeah, I mean really. I mean he just wants to be at the house getting a check, I guess. But <laughs> I mean uh, what other team says that? Literally the entire Toronto team. Yeah. You know why? Because it's too cold. No, one place that is very cold is Minnesota. <laughs> I would, I feel so sorry yeah, for everybody Minnesota, in Minnesota. Because Minnesota is like more northern than Toronto. I think. Yeah. No. I think. No. no. I, I, it Toronto is. is in Canada. Yeah, no, well, I but, know, but no, I'm about to look this up. Hold no, on. you're wrong, Caleb. And Toronto borders a lake, so it stays warmer than the surrounding land. I think, look, there's a map right there. I think Minnesota is more north than Toronto. It is. <laughs> look it it up. is. Because, see, Toronto's right here on top of that lake. For those of yeah. you that don't know what we're doing, we're actually looking at a map of license <laughs> plates on the wall. The proof, Caleb, that he's wrong. <laughs> It's, a, no it's a map of the U.S. made out of license plates from every state. Yeah. Yes. And Texas is looking <clears throat> sleek. 
say you're a Steelers fan. No. <laughs> no. Good gosh, no. <laughs> you know, the Carolina Panthers suck, but they're still better than them. What What kind of study is this? I literally just looked up what is more northern, Toronto or Minnesota. And this is the thing that comes up. Toronto is further south than Minneapolis, Portland, and Seattle. And it's just slightly further north than Detroit, Boston, New York, Chicago, and Milwaukee. I Who would, does that kind of research? I would not so you just compare proved myself it, to Detroit. It says Toronto what? is Toronto is more south. northern? Southern. southern. They said southern. Minneapolis. You heard me wrong. You what? said southern at first, and then you said more northern. Then. Yeah, yeah exactly. He, we just proved you, you wrong. If he heard you wrong, right. I heard you wrong too then. So we just, I mean, Minnesota is a very cold place, though. It is. I, it is. It gets like negative like 30 degrees there. I'm like. Yeah, they're like, how do they live? How do they live? What if your heat cuts off? You just, they going to find you in what ice you talking blocks. about Minnesota? Why are you talking about Alaska? They don't have an NBA team. But yeah. still. <laughs> Caleb, there's five people it's that cold. live in Alaska. Yeah, it's still cold. Five. There's five. Hey, we, hey, one of those five may listen next week. We don't, we never know. That's, that's, right. why, we're it that's just, why we're here. Because it just—what does it tell you where they from, or just United States? I don't know. Let's see if we can find Because I know we have our German brethren and sistren in there, and then our <laughs> brother, and our sister. Swedish brethren and sistren. You're just gonna make them stop listening now, huh? You're just <laughs> I make them stop listening. You know, Swedish and German people. If 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 it's too much, just say something. <laughs> I, I got thick skin. They probably. No, fact, wait, let me not say that. I just, I, oh, I think no. it's cool to get a shout out for your home country. Yeah. On a podcast from a country that's not yours. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if we had somebody from India on, I'd say, what's up, India? Hey, look, if y'all are <laughs> listening to this, just you let us know. Yeah. We'll shout you know, out. Shoot. Direct message one of us on Instagram or something. I mean, our account's on there. Yeah. If you figure it out. I mean, if, y'all, if y'all have Instagram, if you don't, then um. I don't know how you can send in the voice message thing. Yeah, the voice. Yeah, visit our website. You can send us a voice message link. It's on the the bio. But if they don't have Instagram, they're not gonna know what the website is. This website is. I'm not paying for a domain right now. (laughs) If we hit, I'll tell you what. If we hit seventy five viewers by what's the next month? October. October. October 31st, Halloween. <clears throat> if we get over 100 viewers, I will buy a domain. Dang, you just went from 75 to 100 real quick. Wow. Okay. It, it's it's reasonable. I was going to say the end of September, but that's not happening. I wanted to make a realistic goal. Oh, Oh, definitely, yes. So, yeah. so I think 100 is probably realistic. I mean, okay. And we're also working on a video feature <clears throat> for our podcast. Yeah, I'm we're hoping we'll have that up. I'm so, hoping by so, October at the yeah. very latest. Yeah. And another another thing to be excited that's coming up is we've talked Caleb into making a blooper reel of all the oh. all the all the crazy things that I've said over the last three episodes, and Brandon's messed up a couple times, and <laughs> Caleb proclaims from the rooftops that Chris Paul is going to be MVP. Paul should have been MVP last year. Nobody can change my mind. Yeah, we wow. we know. I'm that. not saying this upcoming year. Wow. Last year, he's, yeah. he's still on this. Yeah. He said nobody can change his mind, but we know because we've tried multiple times, I know. and it does no good. Ha- have y'all ever talked to a brick wall before? <laughs> that is what talking to Mister Caleb Swells is like. Mm-hmm. Stubborn, I'm very. You think when's your birthday? 
Oh, uh, March seventeenth. You would have you would have <laughs> think you'd be a Gemini like me the way uh, the way you reason with Isn't things. Isn't that a Pisces? Yeah. Yep. I'm a Pisces I, too. I have no so idea. So I understand it. I don't keep any of that. <laughs> oh, I don't keep track of any of that. I, I have no idea what you're talking about right now. Just, just you don't me. know what that is. I mean, I know what it is, but oh. like, I don't keep up with it. You don't keep up with no astronomy signs. No, isn't that what it's called? Astronomy signs. Astronomical. Uh, signs. Astrological. Astrological. Oh, I don't know. I'm thinking of space. I mean, I, I know, know what, what I am, but I it's not real. So <clears throat> I don't really put that much time and effort into things. Yeah. Like well, like it's cool, but like, yeah. I don't know. Is it real or is it not real? No. That's why we're here. That's why we're That's here. That's why we're here. That no. uh. But we're going to go into our next topic. We had a little bit of fun for the first about 25 minutes, but now we're mm. going to get into our team talk of the week. And <clears throat> it's none other than. John's favorite team. Oh, right now. Buzzkill. Charlotte Hornets. <laughs> they were so, the Buzzkill you for saying that. Yeah. They they can do it. They they've done it to me. No, they can't that's even why that's why I'm a Warriors fan. They can't <clears throat> but anyway. They can't even get the ball through the hoop. They ain't coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's break down this roster a little bit. Alright. So obviously Lamelo Ball. You have Lamelo Ball, uh, not much else to say about that. Yeah, let let me. He's add good. Something. Let me yeah. add something to that. Lamelo Ball Hog. <laughs> I mean, okay. Like, that's just all it says. I thought Ball I, Hog. I had no idea where you were going off. with that. But, uh, I mean, that enough, works. Enough said. I mean, okay. who's disputing it? Not I mean, one he, he averaged quite I mean, he a bit. Like quite. Almost ten assists. Well, it should have been more than that. <laughs> Because I mean, he's I mean, any more than that, you have to call him Jesus. <laughs> oh, you taking that a little too far? But you can't see, do that. He, Lamella Ball is nonetheless very talented, much much more than his father. Um. Oh, did I say that out loud? <laughs> um, um. He's very talented. Don't get me wrong. Lamella Ball is extremely talented. I I enjoy watching him. You know, just. Whoa! Okay, we're back now. So, Lamelo Ball, please excuse my dear Aunt Sally, but Lamelo Ball is an excellent athlete. Nobody's gonna discredit that. I'm gonna look for him to be more of a facilitator this year than he was last year. You know, people in the past, you know, Devontae Graham, Kimba Walker for the Charlotte Hornets, great facilitators. Now, keep it. They also took a lot of shots. But they, Kimba Walker especially was amazing at passing the ball around, making sure everybody had their shot. And he took some crazy shots every now and then. And sometimes they went in, which was crazy. But Devontae Graham had his moments too. But I'm just looking for LaMelo Ball to be just a little more of a facilitator this year. Wow, hot take. All right. So, from LaMelo Ball... You also have uh, returning forwards Miles Bridges, PJ Washington, uh, uh, Gordon Hayward. Well, Gordon Hayward, yeah. <laughs> but I just meant like oh, the you younger meant, like, guys. I got you. Yeah, Miles Bridges, PJ Washington from 
the 2019 draft class. I think they're really solid. I think they're going to get a lot better in their NBA careers. Um, I think they still have room to grow. But I think right now, I mean, they have two good forwards, uh, power forwards, in Miles Bridges and P.J. Washington. It's it's almost like a difficult decision of who to start. And I'm, in my honest opinion, I'd start Miles Bridges. Yes, over that's Washington, exactly right. But that's exactly right. Obviously, the Hornets have other decisions. Gordon Hayward, as you mentioned, they have him as well. He was injured a few times last year, but he's looking to make another comeback this year and play a full season with Charlotte. The new additions, Kelly Oubre Jr., Mason Plumley, and Ish Smith. How you feel about that last name, Ish Smith? I ain't got no problems with Ish Smith. I have <laughs> trouble pronouncing that man's name. Ish Smith. All right, uh, now. Let's, no, you you can't have, forget John's two favorite players now. Which are? Nick Richards and Vernon Carey. Oh, I was going to get to them. I was yeah. going to get to them. Yeah, yeah. Let, let him <laughs> but, finish the roster. That's, yeah. You had to save the worst for last. <laughs> <laughs> but Kelly Oubre Jr. was a forward last year for Golden State, which is my favorite NBA team. But I was not fond of his play. I did not enjoy when he was on the court. He refused a six-man role uh, for the Warriors as well. So... Honestly, John, y'all can have them. Um, we'll take them. I don't care. <laughs> they need them, honestly. <laughs> Mason Plumley, I think that's a really underrated uh, pickup for you Charlotte. Got that right. Mason Plumley, when he played with Denver, he was really good off the bench. Obviously, he didn't start because of Jokic. But, oh, yeah, you're not uh, going to set Jokic on the bench. Yeah, but Mason Plumley, I mean, he, he kind of well, went. He got to trade to Detroit. Yeah. And that's what I meant was a monster. He kind of went up and down player. throughout his NBA career and then all of a sudden started to see a lot of improvement in his game. And eventually, you know, other teams reached out and wanted to offer him more money. And he ultimately chose Detroit, uh, went to Detroit, had a really good season there, uh, had a couple triple doubles with Detroit. And now... Signing with Charlotte. I think he makes the roster uh, legitimate. Um, and then you you mentioned uh, Vernon Carey and Nick Richards. Boom. Uh, two <laughs> two, <laughs> two uh, lower rostered guys, we'll say. But then you also have a few rookies on this roster that uh, I would be excited about. Um, James Booknight, um, Kai Jones... Scotty Lewis, JT Thor, and then you have uh, DJ Carton and Arnoldus Koboko. You sure you pronounced that right? I don't know, but it's I mean, close enough. I, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, but we wouldn't so, know if you were wrong anyway. So James Booknight, uh, guard, came out of UConn, had a really good freshman year at UConn. Elected to return, played his sophomore year, and was. Had a few struggles from downtown, but he put those uh, negativities away with an impressive performance uh, in front of NBA teams from behind the arc. 
So James Booknight, um, future all-star, I would say, um, or close to it. I would, I would compare him to like a Zach Levine minus. I don't think he's going to get all the way to Zach Levine's potential, but like, I feel like he's with the right system. He doesn't have to do too much with this system at the moment because they're stacked at guard, I think. Um, Charlotte has a lot of guards right now. I think a lot of guards. I think they have a lot of guards. I mean, a lot of guards. And I bet they still ain't got no defense. (laughs) (laughs) But I I like James Booknight and and what he can do. Um, I expect him to have a a solid rookie year, but um, nothing out of the park. Um, Kai Jones. This was an underrated player. Came out of Texas. Uh, has unbelievable uh, wingspan, and he is a monster at blocking the ball. He is going to be a defensive force for Charlotte, and I think uh, with Kai Jones, he can honestly kind of wrap his game around kind of like a Lowry Markkinen type player, but with Mm -hmm. defensive upside. That's what I think when I when I see Kai Jones. Okay, uh, I like Kai Jones. His his game, uh, his game reminds me of Larry Markkinen, but he has the defensive potential unlike Larry Markkinen. Um, Scotty Lewis, he played at Florida. He was sparingly uh, up and down throughout his time at Florida, and then J.T. Thor came out of Auburn. He was a really good defensive presence with. The Tigers. And then the last guy that I did not mention on the roster, Wesley Iwundu. So, <laughs> just random. I, I, I skipped over his name. Um, you skipped over I did. I, I, did. I, did. I, I see that now. Thank you. Uh, Cody Martin, <laughs> Jalen McDaniels. Look at the beast. I know. Beast of the G League. You know, you know, I just realized Caleb, Caleb Martin didn't make the roster. <laughs> Yeah, I know he didn't. Dang. He did not. That's so sad. Cody Martin made it, but Caleb Martin did not. But wow, let me man. tell you this. I'm offended as a kid. The best part about the Charlotte Hornets are their broadcasting staff. Oh, they're amazing. Eric Collins and Dale Curry. Eric Collins, that reminded me of him when you said one Martin didn't make it. Because every single time they got on the court together last semester. Oh, I said last semester. <laughs> Ooh, you, can, you can tell college got on my mind. But... When both of them were on the court last semester, Eric Collins said, he said it again. Oh gosh. Anyway, when both of them got on the court last semester, <laughs> last year, last year, <laughs> so serious. <laughs> I'm sweating. You ain't the only one. Anyway, last ooh, it's hard to recover from that. But um, last semester when the year last year when both Martin brothers got on the court, Eric Collins profoundly proclaimed that they were fully Martinized. So now they are no longer fully Martinized, and that is just. Terrible. And what did they gain? They kept Nick Richards and Vernon Carey. And they lost the Martinization that they desperately needed. I'm so sorry. 
Y'all got something to say? You just gonna sit there and laugh? I mean, come on. Now. Just, anyway, so so I'm while gonna, they're laughing, I'll give my. Th- I'm laughing at him laughing because he's so, so out of breath. Put, put, put a pillow on his face or something. But um. Uh, oh my god. I'll just give my thoughts on the rest of the roster while y'all are recovering. So, uh, Miles Bridges, for sure, over PJ Washington. Miles Bridges should start. Miles Bridges, even though he does have his ups and downs. What about last semester? Okay. I'm sorry. Well, school's in session, son. <laughs> but um, Miles Bridges was kind of an up-and-down player last year at times. But he's much more consistent than P.J. Washington. And Miles Bridges really had some shining moments last year. Yeah. Last he year. Did. He did. See, we went from half a year to a whole year. Oh, yeah, we, we're getting good. there now. Glad we recovered from that. Yeah. Ooh, oh, goodness. my gosh. But – he he's shown himself to be much more solid and a more reliable player than PJ Washington was. Now PJ Washington also, especially from behind the arc shooting threes, much better. Miles Bridges is more of an inside around the rim player, whereas PJ Washington oh, is more definitely. of more of a mm-hmm. perimeter shooter. Now both of them, you know, go in and do layups and dunks and everything because in the NBA all positions had to be versatile. In this day and age, you, you can't yeah. have the shacks of the world like yeah. it used to be. You have to have that versatility. Unless you're Jokic, then you just do whatever you want to do. But so, Miles Bridges and PJ Washington showcase that versatility. You know, anywhere they're at on the court, pretty much, uh, unless they're in Curry range. You know they they're they're somewhat reliable shooters. There's a reason why it's called Curry range. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> People try it, but they don't get it. But just ask Jeremy Lamb. Jeremy, no, no, don't bring that up. No, <laughs> but you want no. <laughs> that is no. Ouch. We lost him every time we played him that championship year, and I really thought we were just gonna get blown out in the playoffs, sweat like every other year because of Jeremy Lamb. Bull I don't crap. understand how he did that. That was just unreal. twice. But twice. you know, speaking of Charlotte, even when Jeremy Lamb was in Charlotte. He really lit a fire under the whole team. Even at times where the team was struggling, he would come off the bench and he'd drop, drop it like it was hot. I mean, really. And that's just awesome. And uh, <laughs> that makes me hungry again. But, <laughs> and that's why we're here. But, <laughs> we are really cutting up today, y'all. <laughs> okay. I hope they talk like this in Sweden. anyway oh my god so of course Gordon Hayward is next the question I ask because I always like to ask questions I'm very inquisitive why is he here (laughs) oh he needs to be there if he tries to leave they need to lock him to the stadium anyway unless it's time for the game of course then you unlock him and let him play because we need the points because we suck but but Gordon Hayward when he was healthy last year, extremely solid player. I can think of personally only maybe one or two games where he didn't score 20 points. So that's something when you're the Charlotte Hornets and you tend to not be good at scoring the ball, the Charlotte Hornets historically have been a better defensive team than they have been an offensive team. Not this past year. Well, I said, that's why I said historically. <clears throat> that's fair. Uh, 
because last <clears> year they really broke down and gave up a lot of points. Now, granted, mm-hmm. they, they scored, they a, scored lot. a lot of points too, but that goes back to what I said earlier about Mark Gasol. If, like Caleb said, if you're good on the offensive end, but you're not good on the defensive end, you you give up everything that you gained. Yeah. So that's just you know that's what the Charlotte Hornets dealt with last year was. Yeah, I mean, if you told me at the beginning of the year the Charlotte Hornets were going to be getting over 100 points a game religiously (laughs) pretty often, I would say we were at least going to get a 500 season, might even make the playoffs. And what did they do? Got blown out by the Pacers, 144 to 117. Yeah, they (laughs) they went from being fourth seed in the East to – it was just depressing. I stopped looking. <laughs> I mean, really, they went on. They had the worst record in the Eastern Conference in one ten-game span. They were the worst. Oh, and ten. Probably they suck. Yeah. So I I would not believe that. But who would you blame that on? This is random, but just like just quick. I'll tell you who it is: James Borrego. That man. How so you he, don't like the extension? Man, he, he acts more like a college professor than an NBA coach. I mean, really. I've had college professors that get more rowdy and dispute more things than James Borrego has. And that's saying something. Mm-hmm. Who do you really, think would be a better coach? Huh? Shoot. Get me. I'll coach him. <laughs> now, well, you already I, have the shirt on. I mean, that's right. Charlotte Hornets. All I need is a hat and a tie now. Yep. He's the, but, the jacket. You don't you yeah. don't need a suit jacket. Well, it's too hot just for a, a tie. It's too hot for a jacket. I'd bust out of that. But, <laughs> he said a hat and a tie. <laughs> Why do you need a hat? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Look now, it's eleven fifteen. I'm losing my mind, okay? If you ain't noticed. But Gordon Hayward, the test this season is gonna be can he stay healthy throughout the whole season? Because mm. like, as I said last year, he was on his A game. Yeah. Like at the beginning of the year when I heard that the Hornets had picked up Gordon Hayward, who he was a sensation in Utah for all of those years. Yeah. And then you know, so I was like, Heck yeah, we got something now. And then what did they do? They blew it up anyway. But <laughs> once he got injured, you kind of just saw in a way the team falling apart. Yeah. He was their locker room leader more right. than anything. He wasn't very outspoken. Exactly. Yeah. But he was very much a locker room guy, and you could so, see that. And you could just tell that there was just discombobulation among the members of the team. And you'd think coaching staff would step in and fix something, but they're too busy cashing their check at the bank, I guess, to do anything. <laughs> <sighs> I, I want to make a petition to cut James Borrego's salary to $1. <laughs> anyway, but now that I've said that, so – if Gordon Hayward can stay healthy this year, there's no doubt in my mind that he'll be, now that he's back, he'll be back to scoring at least 20 points a game. Mm. There's no doubt in my mind because that's what he's done his entire career, no matter where he's been at. Yeah. You know, so I fully expect that to happen. And once, you know, he's back in the mix and healthy and everything, just I'm looking for him to be a mentor to the young men on the team. The people, because Charlotte's team last year was a bunch of youngins, basically. Mm. They're, they they didn't really yeah. have m- many older <clears throat> people. I think Bismack Biombo was probably one of the oldest members on the team. And, mm. you know, so 
everybody else was just extremely young and that's a good thing and a bad thing yeah so i mean it did have its advantages i mean they the agility was there i mean they could blow past anybody but without a leader and somebody to kind of draw them in towards the common objective which is winning a game it kind of fell apart at the seams and that's where james borrego just does a terrible job i personally think that Steve Clifford was a better coach than James Borrego is. Wow. Wow. And here's why. Steve Clifford, if he got mad, that man turned redder than a tomato. (laughs) And he was, he would, if the chair was in his way, he would start yelling at the chair. (laughs) That is how into it that man was. And it's the truth. I mean, he was. James Borrego I mean, they could give every single person on his team a technical foul and toss them out of the game for no reason at all. And he'd just stand there with a look of defeat on his face. Oh, what do I do now? He wouldn't get up in their face and say anything or even try to argue his case. Mm-hmm. You know, as literally every NBA coach <clears throat> does to defend their players except him. He would just stand there and be like, well... I ain't got no more players. I don't know what to do. <laughs> you know, and I don't like that. When I have a coach, I want to have somebody that's going to light a fire under somebody and argue on behalf of my players so that they don't get run over. And that's why I think Charlotte has seen a myriad of terrible calls against them that were not there. Because, keep in mind, say they're playing Stan Van Gundy's team. And I only say that because he's one of the most vibrant coaches of the league when it comes to arguing mm-hmm. about literally anything. <clears throat> I mean, literally anything. Anyway, so Stan Van Gundy is going to stand on the white line. He might even come on the court and just tell, just, there's no telling what he's saying to them officials. But he's going to argue his case. He might get thrown out of the game, but he's going to give you an earful while he's still in the game and while he's walking back to the locker room. James Borrego is just going to stand there. So if you're an official, are you going to make the call against Stan Van Gundy and know you're going to get fussed out, or are you going to make it against James Borrego, who knows that he's not going to do anything. So so we might as well call it against Charlotte because it's easier on us to not have to deal Mm -hmm. with the situation. And see, what that does is it takes morale away from the players. When they see a coach stand up for them and argue for them, it lights a fire under them. How many teams have we seen over the years, whether it be in the finals or a playoff game, where there's a bad call, you know, mm-hmm. in the end of the third or the fourth quarter or so? What happens? That coach gets to yelling, the whole team gets hot, and they go out and score 40 points in the fourth quarter and win the game. Mm-hmm. So, the leadership of the team is the most important part. If you have somebody like James Borrego, that's like putting a pot on the stove and expecting it to boil without cutting the burner on. <laughs> when you get a coach that's hot <clears throat> and jumping around and just losing his mind, you've turned the burner on mm-hmm. and the water starts to boil in the pot. That's how you win a game, and that is not James Borrego. It's just not. Well, I hate to cut your rant short. No, no, I could rant on that long, but that's okay. Go ahead. 
But y'all know I can. Oh yes. So, Caleb, let's get your quick thoughts here. Well, <clears throat> more so, I got a little message from a listener. Um, fan mail. Yeah. Okay. I, mean, I guess you can call that. Mr. Uh, Landon Wyckoff liked to want to send in a message about like, uh, the Hornets. He wants to know, uh, do y'all think Kelly Oubre will be a difference maker? Do you think LaMelo will take a, the um, <clears throat> excuse me, the next big step after a dominant rookie year oh, One campaign? question at a time. One question at a time. I always yeah. forgot what you said. Okay, so you think Kelly Oubre is going to be a difference maker? Here's what I'm looking at. There's two yes, I'm hurrying. There's two names on that roster. Ish Smith and Kelly Oubre Jr. What do they have in common? They played together in Washington years ago. They did. Mm-hmm. I you should remember that, Caleb. But they did. So they've already been together and they have chemistry together. So as opposed to being thrown in there, you know, just one of them and having to learn the whole new team, I feel like they're gonna be able to have better chemistry with the team having already known each other. So then they can be knowing the team better. So that's just, and it all depends on, is it good chemistry or is it bad chemistry? And yeah. if it's bad, Kelly Oubre will be a difference maker, but in a bad way. If it's good, he can turn it on. Mm. And I think so. Okay. All right, and then the next question was, do you think Lamelo would take the next big step after the dominant rookie campaign? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I don't see him regressing at all. I think LaMelo, he's a really talented young guy. Uh, his shot works somehow. It's not the prettiest shot, but it works somehow, and he's got a lot of confidence. Uh, so I think as long as his confidence doesn't get shot by anything at all, I mean, I think he's on the rise, and he'll average about 20 a game, I think, this year. I do think something interesting. The VAR ball was very quiet last year. Very uncharacteristic. That's true. But all the ball brothers suddenly played. I think it wasn't a whole lot better, but it was significant. You could notice they played a little bit better, I think. Yeah. I mean, even LiAngelo was, like, out of the league to – I mean, it wasn't much, but he signed a summer league contract and actually looked decent. Mm. I don't know if he could make an NBA roster or a G League roster. But he looked decent. Yeah. So, there's potential behind. If he doesn't talk, I think that definitely Lonzo Ball plays a lot significant better. LaMelo Ball, don't want to get too early, but I think he could be an all-star. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, I I can see it, too. I can see it. It's definitely possible. Yeah. But, all right. On to our last... Uh, topic of discussion after the Charlotte Hornet talk. It's our hot takes of the week. Me, myself, uh, John, and Caleb will all give a hot take and we'll have a little discussion about it. So, Caleb, I will let you go first with your hot take. What is your hot take of the week? Now, this doesn't just pertain to just the NBA. So it's a little bit, you got to trust me on this. The Charlotte Hornets, the Carolina Panthers. Okay. Ooh. This isn't Charlotte, but the um Carolina, Carolina Hurricanes. All right now. Charlotte FC, the soccer team. Yeah. 
They're all going to make the playoffs this year. Whoa. Wow. I'm not sure. They All of them win a first-round playoff series, but half of them do. Two of them do win a first-round playoff series. Not, oh, goodness. All four make the playoffs, and two of them, at least two advance. I mean, I don't think that's too crazy. I do. The Hurricanes, <laughs> I mean, the Hurricanes are actually good. Can't believe I'm saying that, but they are. Imagine that hockey is our state's <laughs> best sport. Just imagine that. I mean, I mean the, we created, the Hornets aren't terrible we now. We created NASCAR, and <laughs> hockey is our best sport. That should be Toronto's best sport. Well, they I mean, did, they didn't make like they got close to the Stanley Cup, didn't they? Yeah, like last a, year. Yeah, yeah. I think I they mean, got they eliminated by Nashville. Yeah, I'm right. something like that. But Charlotte's. I mean, they're on the uprise in basketball. Carolina's on the uprise in football. I don't know if I can see them making the playoffs. But, I mean, it's close. I mean, it's a toss-up. It just depends on how the season goes, honestly. And, I mean, anything can give or take with it. I wonder when the last time, like, well, there's only, like, four actually major leagues, right? Yeah. I think so. I wonder mm. when was the last time all four, if it's ever even happened. I doubt it's even happened. I don't think it's ever happened. I wonder how, when was the last time three made it. That probably ain't happened. It probably, probably never happened either. I wonder if there's even two have made it. That's a good <laughs> question. Well, I don't the Carolina Hurricanes have been good for a while. Yeah. For a while. few years, yeah. Might have been, been like. I don't know. Wait, it might They've have, been good for a little bit. Well, I mean, I get, unless you count last year. I would well, yeah, I was playing, yeah. but that was kind of like half made it. Well, I would say if it happened, it might have been the year that uh, Cam Newton was the quarterback at the Carolina Panthers, and time. they went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, but I think the Hornets sucked then. So well, I mean, I'm talking about the Hurricanes. Just <laughs> uh, talking about two teams now, so it could have been the Hurricanes. I'm not sure if the Hurricanes were good back then. Mm-hmm. I don't think they were. Well, either way, uh, all four make the playoffs. Yeah, two advance. That is yeah. earth shattering. <laughs> Wow. So, what what makes you think? Do you think one? How many do you think made the playoffs? Well, I don't keep up with soccer. So, if Charlotte made the playoffs, you'd be the first to tell me. Um, and I mean, hang on, I don't keep up with them either. But yeah, I mean, it's soccer. That's what I played when I was. A I child. think they're a pretty recent expansion team, if I'm they not are. mistaken. Yeah, so. Now, soccer is another team that requires immense talent, but. It's just not interesting to me, so I don't keep up with it. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, so. But how many? How many do you think make it? Zero. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm about to say. I'll I'll say. I'll say one. I'll say one. And it's not who you would expect. Panthers, isn't it? It's the Hornets. Oh, oh, oh. I can Hornets. see that. Yeah, I got to stick to it because I said they were going to be fourth seeded in the East last week. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, I'll go with my hot take of the week. So, my hot take of the week is one that a lot, I don't know how many people are going to agree or disagree with this, but I personally think Zion Williamson should have won Rookie of the Year. No. In last season. Last season? Or a couple years ago. Yeah, last semester. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I keep getting confused because of the COVID year and all that. I keep forgetting. But Mm -hmm. I think Zion should have won Rookie of the Year over John Morant. 
I I think I think I have a valid case for that. I don't think Zion missed a little bit of time, but when he came into the league, he was more dominant than any other rookie we've almost ever seen since LeBron. I mean, seriously, he was dominant. He averaged like twenty three a game. I, he came in. I'm not sure if I'm correct on that, but he he averaged a lot, and he was he was a force. People denied his his talent coming into the league. I think Zion should have won it over Ja. Now, um, lay this out for me on that Pelicans team. Who were the star players at that time? Exactly. Nobody. There weren't any. <laughs> so in the vacuum, when you're the only really good player on the floor, okay, you scored 23 points. But I can say the same thing for the Grizzlies. If you wanted to. <laughs> if you That's wanted what I'm to. saying. That's what I'm saying. Zion was more dominant, though. Yes. That's what I'm saying. And I say both but, players play with a lot of confidence. Yeah. John Morant is—he's very confident, almost cocky, mm-hmm. uh, in in his ways. Zion Williamson—he's got a lot of talent. Mm-hmm. He definitely does. I mean, nobody's disputing that. But I just see John Morant as more versatile. And being able to handle more situations. Now, I disagree with that. I disagree with that. There are some situations where John Morant would not be. I disagree with you. Zion is a really good ball handler and he can pass the ball very well. Okay. So I think that makes him way more versatile Mm -hmm. because he's already a big man. Yeah. And he can he can do a lot of things that a guard can do. But see, we haven't really seen enough. If he was on a team with say one or two other superstars, or just well, Brandon Ingram, really good Brandon Ingram. The, no, yeah. he is so streaky. Yeah, they no. they pass. Out. Brandon Ingram, he averaged almost twenty five a game last year. I I call him a star. Yeah, so they must have passed out the weed at practice or something. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so oh my gosh. yeah, New Orleans, we're in good shot. Yeah, that's right. Walking down the street, oh, Lord. pop pop pop. <laughs> anyway, so moving along from that. John Morant deserved it. That's all I got to say about that. All right. I don't well, know. Well, I think I think Josh should have gotten it. And just just very quickly to wrap up, my hot take is this: Terry Rozier will average over twenty points a game this year, eight assists, and four rebounds. Wow. Hmm. I mean, I could see that. That's not. That's not terrible. I could see that. Because but... Charlotte does a thing called the Sprite Player of the Game, mm. and it stayed Terry <laughs> Rozier. That reminds me of like two K fourteen days. That reminds me of like two K fourteen. And days. it was always Terry Rozier last year. So mm. for that reason, I expect him to shine. Yeah. But those were our hot takes of the week, and that's. Gonna do it here from the studios of my house. <laughs> <laughs> For one thrown together episode. Yeah. But I mean it's been a fun episode nonetheless. Yeah, it's been more great. of a fun episode, just counting down the days until the season starts. But for John Jorgensen, for Caleb Swales, for myself, Brandon Hodge, 
as long as we're here next time, we'll see you next week.